Welcome to another episode of the Symphony Podcast, where we break down one important topic each week in under 30 minutes. And today we are talking about a concept that has impacted me positively in a lot of ways, and it's just the idea or the analogy of bandwidth. So just like computers and the speed at which you can transfer information on the internet, um, there's a limited amount of information that can be transferred with any given amount of bandwidth. Just like that, we also, as human beings, are taking in information all the time, and we have a limited amount of bandwidth as well. So Today we're talking about why it's important to think about how you're allocating your own mental and physical bandwidth and talk a little bit about how we've applied that concept to our own lives. But basically this is just a quick take, going to be really short and tight and just a reminder to think about where you put your mental energy, which I've already said. So here we go. Um, Matthew, want to kick it off? Yeah, it's funny that you started also by saying that it's something that's affected you in a very positive way, because I think another point in this conversation is that um, you can realize that you're spending a lot of your mental bandwidth on things that are not actually moving the needle and moving you forward. And you start to realize how much time can be wasted thinking about things that actually don't matter all that much in your day to day life. And definitely not when it comes to your big goals and your aspirations. For example, just the obvious ones off the top, like scrolling Instagram or scrolling social media um, or even deciding what you're going to wear or what you're going to have for breakfast, lunch or dinner. Um, And those things matter, obviously. But there's I just feel like you can get into uh, a state of mind where you're thinking too much about it and then you're taking mental bandwidth away from other things that you could actually be allocating time for and moving forward in a positive direction. And so I think being aware of this concept is important because you can kind of steer yourself away from that and, and try to uh, decrease your amount of decision fatigue that you're experiencing, which is another thing we'll, we'll get into. But, uh, but yeah, positive, positives and negatives to this topic for sure. I had a professor in college, it was like a values-based leadership class. Um, man, I'm blanking on his name. Great dude, though. Um, and he had the whole class basically take notes or like document how they spent their time for one week. So in one week, there's 168 hours. And he literally was like, you guys are going to go home this week. You're going to guess. The first assignment was guess how you spend your time. Like how much time do you spend with friends? How much time do you spend sleeping? How much time do you spend scrolling on social media? And then the second assignment was to actually compare, like document it and then compare. And then we came to class and everyone's just like, yeah, I realized I waste so much time. Like this one kid was like, yeah, I spend about like 20 hours a week just in social time. And like, you know, we're in college and this kid was like a hockey player. He's like, you know, totally. That's just his life at that point. And he's just being aware of it, I think. Um, but even the professor was like, yeah, I spend 45 minutes in bed every night scrolling on my phone. Like, oh, yeah. And so it's just kind of this like uh, self audit of time, I guess. And time is a good, like good barometer for bandwidth and energy and attention, although it's not the only one. Um, there's also the aspect of just like the positive and negative thoughts we let into us. We did the podcast on, um, how thoughts create our reality and not only do thoughts create the way we feel about ourselves, the way we see the world, but also how we spend our time physically, like how much time we spend eating healthy foods versus just like making a poor decision, eating not such a healthy food that's going to reflect in Uh, your physical health down the road, mental and physical. Definitely. Yeah. And I think it also helps you identify what's important to you because once you start thinking about this concept of bandwidth, you start to uh, 
I mean, you start to prioritize yourself, but you ultimately start thinking about, you know, what are the things that are important in my my life and what are the things that I want to make time for every single day? And in my mind, that's, you know, like me, the people that are closest to me, my family, the people uh, that I work with. Um, And so kind of like identifying those people and those groups and those different things. And then yeah, I think there's a huge power in saying no to things also. And if they, if they're kind of outside of your group of what you've kind of decided is important to your life and what to your trajectory. What uh, about the Jesse Itzler buckets? Um, oh yeah. You, you remember what he said about four buckets? Yeah. He's like, if, if, uh, if situations or people don't fit into my four buckets of basically what he considers valuable in mm-hmm. his life, when he kind of did this self-awareness exercise of being mm-hmm. like, what really is important to me? He just is flat out like, no, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. I got to make time for me. I got to make time for the people that are important in my life. I got to make time for my businesses and the things, you know, my physical practices, my, all that stuff. Um, because it helps you evolve as a person and it makes you a better version of yourself when you can kind of like identify what is going to be best for you, mm-hmm. uh, in your specific life situation. So that's been very helpful for me. Um, and just realizing the power of saying no and being able to kind of identify who the people are, what the activities are uh, that I want to allocate time to and like make space for in my life because it's helped me move forward uh, much more consistently, I would say. Love it. Love it. And I brought up the Itzler thing because you know, we didn't even write this down as a bullet point before, but it just popped in my head as you were talking about like saying no and all that stuff. Um, the four buckets basically for him are like, family, finances, health. And then the fourth one is like special projects that he's passionate about. So he keeps like some flexibility and maybe you can talk a little bit about the concept of like having a flexible routine in your day to day. Um, But I echo your words in terms of just keeping perspective on things, understanding what you really value in life, asking yourself, what is it that you really want? Are you spending your time in the right way? I think when there's a disconnect between how you're spending your time and what you want in life, there's going to be some tension there. There's going to be some issues. You're going to feel like you're not doing the right thing, which comes with existential angst and just feelings of uh, lack of self-worth and self-esteem and things like that. And if you do, on the other hand, feel like I'm in tune, if you will, with what my purpose is and I'm allocating my bandwidth in the right way. Um, yeah, that's a really good feeling. Yeah, it makes you feel like you're on the on the right path. And I think flexibility is important, um, obviously. But I think, like for me, myself and my life, we've talked about this before, but like my morning routine is, and I don't even like calling it a routine because it does change pretty consistently, but my the I basically give myself the morning because that's something that I've realized is important for me to be my best self is just because I really love those morning hours. I feel very creative. I feel very in tune. I'm able to kind of work on myself. I'm able to meditate. I'm able to read if I want to just kind of give or exercise kind of whatever I choose is like the most life giving activity that I can choose from like a small list basically. But I give myself that time just because I know that I will be better for everybody else and everything else if I focus on myself in the mornings and kind of get ready to go for the day. And so I have my little rituals that I do in the morning and all that good stuff. But we also talked about how if you're too rigid about those types of activities, then you're just going to become pissed off if it doesn't work out how you want that specific morning. And that's uh, not valuable mm-hmm. at all, obviously. Your whole routine, what's the point? If you can't throw it away and <laughs> yeah. you know, and so do it from scratch. 
But I think in what I talked about before is like identifying those things that are important in your life. I think that comes in the form of people as well. And so I think a huge part of flexibility is remaining flexible for those people and those situations that you've deemed are important in your life. So, I mean, obviously set a schedule for yourself if that's helpful, like set your hardcore routines, like do do whatever you're going to do to like develop good habits and like try to stay consistent with it. But I think if, so if if you need to be if you need to be flexible because of something else that is important in your life, whether it's you know your wife or your girlfriend or your mom or your dad or someone in your family coming to you and kind of throwing a wrench in whatever your plan was, I think there's value in being flexible for the people that are important to you. Mm-hmm. And don't give yourself like a thin margin of error. Like yeah, if, if you have to show up for something. Like get there early. Like if you have like a deadline, get it done early. Because then when life inevitably throws you a curveball or a wrench, literally maybe a a nail in your wheel and you get a flat tire, like what happened to me a bit ago. Um, And I was like busy, but I had totally had control over my time. And I was just okay. Here we go. We're spending three or four hours getting a new tire at Costco and putting it on, going to the shop. And um, yeah, that's that's pretty big. Just to not let like the inevitable things. It's like sometimes we live life expecting everything to go perfectly and when it doesn't then it's like oh my god it's not going perfect and and we got to remind ourselves like what does perfectly mean perfectly is like your opinion of what's supposed to be Mm -hmm. going on that day which Mm -hmm. is if you zoom out a lot it's very (laughs) irrelevant yeah (laughs) if we start getting spiritual here i think everything always goes perfectly yeah yeah so yeah um love it and then the other one that i wanted to mention was just like in terms of worrying about what other people think about you like this is a large, take up a lot of bandwidth. That'll take up a lot of bandwidth, especially if you're putting yourself out there and you're trying to build something. Maybe people don't quite understand what you're doing early on, especially if you're going to allocate 10 of your hundred bandwidth points to, uh, or even more to whatever responses online or just like little murmurs from your family or friends. Like they might love you, but they might not support what you're doing. Or how about, I think a lot of people would be able to relate to this thinking about what you want your caption to be on Instagram or thinking about which picture of the 17 same, pretty much seemingly same picture you're going to post as the final version of your Instagram, that type of stuff. Throw that out. That's got to go. That's got to go. I mean, I fall into that too. Like when I write, it's hard not to, I mean, because yeah, of course you want it to be perfect. You want it to be good. And then you realize like, nobody really cares. I'm just going to put it out as long (laughs) as you get the gist of it. It's all good. Um, yeah, the other day I updated my like LinkedIn and I had a spelling error on my job, my new <laughs> update. And this kid that I haven't talked to since high school is like, hey, man, like just so you know, you missed the R on board member. And I was like, oh, thanks. Wow. Man. Yeah. So I guess there's two sides of it. You got to pay attention. But yeah, um, love it. Bandwidth. Anything else? Oh, I do have one more little take. Yeah, I have um, one more, too. So you, you go first. Yeah. Sweet. So I took a business communication class at Seattle U. Brian Rupert was the professor. Um Dr. Rupert. And basically he's like a, I forget the exact name, studies speech, like PhD studies speech um, and taught us a lot. But point being, um, he has this concept called like how you spend your coins. It's similar to bandwidth. It's like how you, it's basically referring more to like, if you want to make change in the world, let's say it's in your job, you want to change corporate culture or in your community, you want to change like community service programs or whatever it is. Like if you spend all your coins, like arguing with your boss over like something small on a project or like wearing earrings and face tattoos or not earrings isn't a good example, but if you have like a face (laughs) tattoo or like something that's going to be like, you're spending your coins on something that's not your most important battle to fight. 
then you're limiting your ability to actually make the change that you want to make. So he basically encouraged us to like, not necessarily just like stay in line and don't try and express ourselves, but just be aware that if you are someone who's going to express yourself in a very like gregarious way or very like, like you're a very outward person, um, you got to be aware that you may be undermining your ability to actually like make the change you want. So kind of similar to bandwidth, just wanted to drop that one. And then that's a good one back to you. No, that makes a lot of sense. And my final bullet was just kind of to echo what you said at the beginning, uh, just in that class where they had people think or actually like write down how they were spending their time throughout the day. Um, even if you're not writing it down, I would encourage people to take note of it, whether it's in their head or even if they're just becoming a little bit more mindful of it because, and I've fallen into this category as well is realizing how much time you can waste doing absolutely nothing. Mm. And, but once you snap out of that, then you start, and two things. Once you snap out of that, you realize, A, how much time you're wasting doing nothing. And then once you start kind of trying to fit in these life-giving activities or, you know, being productive instead of sitting on the couch or, you know, you realize that 20 minutes can make a big difference. One hour can make a big difference, especially as that adds up in days and weeks. Like it, it might, and I think that's why it's easy to overlook too, because people don't think that, you know, uh, instead of, popping down on the couch and turning on the TV, they could actually, you know, bust out two or three emails or do one of those things that's on their to-do list that they thought that they didn't have time for today because they were actually allocating a large amount of their day to be able to sit on the couch and, and watch TV and, and quote unquote unwind. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I don't want to take shots at anybody just because I've been <laughs> Dude, in this category too. But, like, <laughs> but, um, and it, but it just, it did make a huge impact on my life is just kind of like taking note of this and taking inventory of that on my own life. Mm-hmm. And it's helped tremendously. And so I think, you know, if, if we're bringing more consciousness to it, it's, uh, it's going to push us in the right direction. One last thing that I wanted to add, you're talking about like how much time you can just like waste without really realizing it. You can actually waste time by letting other people distract you via notifications on your phone. If you're working and your phone is face up, I don't even care if it's on silent. Like I'll leave my phone on silent. If it's face up next to my laptop, I will spend, I will interrupt what I'm actually working on to look at that notification. It might be like a Snapchat from my family that I could just look at later. And it just takes away your energy. It stops your momentum on what you're working on. So little pro tip here, just flip that phone over and put it on the far side of the desk and you're good to go. My notifications are off for everything other than calls and texts. Yeah, that's, Um, I don't have like notifications from social media. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, and maybe Snapchat. you're maybe you work in a situation where you can't do that, but I I just think the more you can kind of get those distractions out of your your day to day, the mm-hmm. better. Uh, my boss basically says a notification is like somebody poking you and being like, "Hey, hey, buddy, like what's going hey, on?" Hey, me, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Allocate your bandwidth in the right way. Um, I think that's uh, going to unlock a lot of happiness and uh, potential more productivity. Definitely. Awesome. Well, uh, Symphony Co. on Instagram. This was a fun one. Fast. 16 minutes or yeah, less. Yeah, fast and tight because we're trying to tight. save our bandwidth. Yeah. For- <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, and the symphonyco.com is where you can find us. We're growing. We're doing it. And uh, till next time, next, next Micropod Monday, we're out.